From University of Alberta Alumni Relations, it's What the Job. I'm Matt Ray. But people across the room or the table are also under pressure and also a little bit stressed out because they're also trying to find their next colleague. They're trying to select a colleague who they will be working with, hopefully for a long time. Today's episode is all about the job interview. I'm joined by Mikhailo from the U of A Career Center. He gives some tips on how to turn an interview into a conversation, how to deal with nerves, and how to prepare for tough questions. What the Job is made possible with the support of our affinity partner, TD Insurance. Did you know that through the TD Insurance Mellish Monarchs program, University of Alberta alumni are entitled to preferred rates on car, home, condo, and renter's insurance? Save even more by bundling your car and home insurance. To learn more about how you can save, please visit tdinsurance.com slash alumni. So what's your name and what's your job? So my name is Mikhailo Bonner and I work as a career advisor here at the UFA Career Center. And my role is to advise students um, in relation to anything to do with job search and applying for positions and entails looking at resumes, cover letters, and of course, conducting mock interviews. And today you're going to talk to us about the wonderful, scary world of the job interview. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's kind of overwhelming when you think about you receive that phone call invitation for the interview. And right away, even from that first conversation, it's sometimes talking to clients, they even forget to ask how many people are going to be the interview, mm-hmm. uh, which is good to know because it kind of gives you a little bit of what to expect in your preparation for the interview. Well, let's talk about preparing for an interview. Uh, that's the subject today. So what are your what are some tips for how people can better prepare for interviews? Okay. Well, um, what I would like to do today, potentially start with uh, approach and how do we view the interviews. Um, a lot of information and books and conversations, discussions, when you talk to people about interviews, they will always look at it as you're supposed to sell yourself in an interview. I deviate personally, I guess I should say personally, my opinion, which I kind of picked it up from a conference I attended to. I deviate from that notion that you're supposed to sell yourself in the interview. I kind of come up uh, from a different perspective, and I look at it as let's have a conversation. So interview is a conversation that has a specific style or a structure to it. And the style is a Q&A question, uh, a style. And when we look at it, um, we all have conversations, multiple conversations every single day from the beginning when we come into the tour, we ask, hey, how was your weekend? How was your movie that you see? And so on and so forth. So for me, kind of trying to identify with something that we do on a daily basis, and that's conversations. And it is a Q&A style, and we provide information, and we do ask clarifying questions when we have a conversation. And those are important tangents that will help to kind of get through the interview as an interviewee. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes people think, okay, I'm not supposed to ask questions in the interview. I am supposed to be saying all the positive things. Or So for me, it kind of takes it away a little bit for having that conversation and have I mean, talking about who you are. So if you get away from putting on a, an act mm-hmm. of trying to be the person you think you should be, and you instead be who you are, then you'll have a, a smoother interview. You'll have a you'll be able to ask the questions. What are well, the benefits? Well, it, and in my opinion, it kind of takes away that mental block mm-hmm. uh, because if I ask you, uh, Matt, for example, um, 
what does it mean to sell yourself? I mean, for me, if you would ask me, I even don't know. I, I usually, I, I just talk because I have no idea what does it mean to sell myself. I guess talking about myself, I guess I have this specific perspective how I'm supposed to be doing it, but I don't do it on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So now I have to worry about how to use that specific technique. And that's what I believe conversation is something that we do um, every single day. And now for me, the conversation is one thing, but the topic for that conversation, the interview, and that's an interesting component now because the topic is going to be me or you as an applicant in the interview setting, mm -hmm. right? So the topic is going to be me or you, and I need to talk about myself. And more specifically, to talk about my skills and experiences that I bring to the position. And um, it's interesting because a lot of looking at it in preparation for the interview and thinking about it, um, okay, so one question sometimes people ask is, okay, what do they want to know? Mm -hmm. Like, what am I supposed to be talking about, right? And I, I don't know what they might ask you specifically. I might guess, but to I guess is not really helpful when you're preparing for the interview. So what I usually suggest, I use a job posting as the guide. And I refer applicants or interviewees looking at the, to look at the job postings. And even when I prepare for a mock interview, uh, I'm more specifically preparing a mock interview questions to ask uh, my client. I always look at the job posting and I identify specifically the skills outlined in a qualification section, but then more specifically how the skills are going to be used in the context in that specific position. And then I look at the responsibilities that one will be doing in that specific position because that tells me how the skills are going to be used. Right. For example, if I use communication skills, well, you can use communication many different ways. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I use the guide. And for me, for preparation, I suggest identify the skills, look at the context in terms of responsibilities that you'll be doing, how the skills are going to be used. And then in preparation, come up with um, stories or examples, your own experiences where you have used those skills in a similar context that are relevant to the job. So it's first figure out from the job posting what those skills are, what those That's core correct. skills yeah. are. Also figure out how those skills would be used in the job. That's and correct. then consider your own personal experiences and stories that That's applied correct. those skills. That's correct. Because when I, the questions usually will be focused something about the, um, that is relevant to the position, right? And you, as an applicant coming to the interview, you're coming from a... Per, um, I would say from a strong point because you already identified some of those experiences and skills in your application, such as cover letter and resume. Mm -hmm. So employers already notice you that you bring something to the table that they need or they're looking for. So now you will just have to discuss it and potentially expand on it. And sometimes the interview is used just to check on some things you already indicated as an applicant in your application. Hmm. Just to go back to the point about selling yourself. Okay. What are the what's the downside of trying to do that too much? Why should people avoid it? Well, for me, I, I don't know. For, for me, when I hear selling uh, myself, I look at it kind of a little bit superficial mm -hmm. to some degree. 
Um, it also means I, everything has to be positive. I don't know, maybe it's my own opinion and perspective on it when it comes to selling myself. I should not supposed to tell you something. Maybe I'm struggling or maybe I made an error in the past. Well, I'm telling you this product is faulty to some degree, right? Because mm-hmm. selling kind of identifies, in, in my opinion, everything has to be very positive, right? But we are sometimes errors happen and we have to deal with um, different circumstances in our daily routines, specific different jobs where we practice right different skills. And sometimes conflict management is part of the things. And that's how we grow and that's how we develop. So for me, that's kind of selling is that specific component I try to stay away from. Mm-hmm. And let's have a conversation about if I even ask you or I hear a question that is maybe negative in the context, maybe tell me about a time when you made an error in your job or didn't handle the conflict really well. So then I can have a conversation how you work through that. Mm-hmm. Another thing I want to know about, speaking of trying to be yourself, what about people who get really nervous for job interviews? How can they try to be themselves even though they know they're going to be so nervous that they won't be themselves? Yeah, well, for me, it'd be interesting to identify what exactly makes them nervous. For example, for me, I, English is my second language. I'm a, an immigrant, and especially when I came to Canada, my English was not as good as it is now. Even I'm nervous right now. <laughs> but I know what makes me nervous. And it is my my accent, right? So for me, even talking to you right now, and especially in interviews in the past, it was a mental block that I had to work through. So for me, if you're stressed out about something, what's specifically stressing you out? Is it about being able to talk about yourself? Okay, well, can we work on preparation? Then for me, how do you prepare? How do you identify relevant examples and specifically again going back to you have been invited to the interview because employers noticed you already have something you showcased you communicated value of your experiences and skills so now we just kind of pick it up from that point and continue preparation Um, so kind of going back to that being stressed out right so for me as i mentioned um, it's my um, being able to talk just communicate orally right because i have an accent and it's stressing me out and i and over time i have to come up with the strategies how i'm going to work through that so i also know that some specific uh, words are very difficult for me to pronounce mm-hmm. so then i have to practice at home specific words and specifically have to use my muscles so i can say something and and you will understand me Right, so it's always identifying what is exa- what is the stressor, what exactly is stressing you about that, and then let's brainstorm strategies about working through that. And also another component we need to think about as an interviewee: yes, you will be a little bit stressed out or a lot, but people across the room or the table are also under pressure and also a little bit stressed out mm. because they're also trying to find their next colleague. They're trying to select a colleague who they will be working with, hopefully for a long time, who will be contributing and helping them to um, provide a service, maybe uh, work on specific projects, and so on. So, 
So understand also the people who are interviewing you and their position, but practice the things that stress you out and try That's to identify right. those That's as well. Right. Uh, are there any questions or anything that people should expect? Yes. Um, I don't know specific warning of the question, mm-hmm. but um, what I would suggest, there are different types of questions that uh, applicants will uh, should expect in the interview. Now, we do have those questions outlined on our website and a career center uh, website. So you can take a look at, we have a sample question, some points how to answer those. So for me, uh, something very quickly to outline, like behavior descriptive question. And usually for those questions, you will be asked to provide an example or give a story or something that you have done in the past. Hypothetical question will concentrate on something um, I will give you a scenario and I'll be asking you, what would you do about it? Or how would you behave in that scenario? So something again relevant to, um, to the position, but it could be more in the future tense. Then we have questions such as direct questions. So when you hear a direct question, so it means that I will be giving you direction in the question what to talk about. For example, um, how did your education prepare you for this position? So you know that I'm interested to hear about your education, how it relates to the job. Now, non-directed questions, such as could be, tell me about yourself, wide open question. Sometimes that's the difficult question to answer. And I always suggest to bring the job posting and kind of really follow that direction in the job posting. And of course, there is these so-called stress questions um, that sometimes they might be asking you something totally unrelated to the position, and it's really understand why they would be asking you. And what I would suggest is to stay calm, to try to answer to your best ability, because those have really, they do not, potentially employ might not be looking for an answer as your reaction to the question itself. And uh, just to sort of wrap it up here, if alumni want to have uh, a mock interview or get help with interview, can the Career Center help them with that? Yes, alumni can uh, call us and they can book uh, a mock interview. I usually love to do those because I usually only ask the questions, not provide the answers. <laughs> um, but they can um, book, a, it's an hour-long interview session. And what we always suggest for the um, our clients to do, to submit a job posting and, and a sample of their resume with, for preparation for that mock interview. Because as a advisor and then I will prepare, try to prepare questions that are relevant to the position they're applying to, to pick on specific uh, context of how specific skills have been used. And then if I have their resume, then I can kind of look at when they provide the answer and say, well, in your resume, you talked about this experience, but you never mentioned it. How come? And so then I can bring that kind of to conversation and kind of build from that another interesting point sometimes when answering questions in the interview um, and conducting mock interview. And I know that clients have some really strong points that they communicate in the resume. And when it comes to the mock interview and answering questions, they always say they don't provide all the details because they hope that I will ask them a follow-up questions. And in my opinion, if you are given a platform or you're asked a question and you have relevant content, share it with me. Do not wait for me to ask you a follow-up question because what if it never comes? So if you know there are things that you definitely want to say in the interview, say them. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's really good advice. I think it's going to be really useful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this What the Job mini episode. 
Special thanks to the fine folks at the U of A Career Center for coming on the show. And a reminder that if you are a U of A student, staff, or alumni, the Career Center is your source for career and employment information and expertise. You can reach out to them about career advice, job postings, job shadowing. If it has anything to do with careers, you can learn more about it at the Career Center. Check them out at uab.ca slash cc. That's uab.ca slash cc. That's it for this episode. For What the Job, I'm Matt Ray. See you next time.